hello there. My name is Brandon. Welcome to San Angelo Time. San Angelo Time is the first domestic podcast brought to you by the San Angelos. This episode and future episodes have been edited to comply with ASCAP, BMI, and CSAC. We've edited these podcasts to ensure you're not missing out on any content. Thank you so much for your time, and thank you for listening to San Angelo Time. the Mark and Shana- Sharon San Angelo. It's the Mark San Angelo podcast with my special guest, Sharon San Angelo. No, it's going to be the Mark and Sharon podcast. Yes. I'm that, Mark. I'm Sharon. And that's working title. This is, this is we just determined that this is our pilot. <laughs> this is our first episode. So um, we don't really know uh, what we're doing. Well, I, we've never done a podcast before. But, uh, but I've been in radio for a long time. And I've always wanted to do one, even though, like, no absolute, absolutely no idea what I want to do, but... And one of the things, we're doing it in our house. We're at our dining room table. And uh, so we just a couple microphones and a, and a recorder and some little intro and extra music there and uh, whatever we want to talk about. So. And we got a show. And we got a show, right, exactly. So, um, so we'll see where this goes, but... Um, so, um, so, and I guess to start off, let's say, uh, part of the reason why we're doing this is because that's our cat, one of our cats, Hazel. She thinks it's dinner time. Yeah, it's not. So anyway, and we'll get to the cats here in a little bit, but, um, part of the reason why we're doing a podcast is, uh, Sharon and I have been together for, I don't know, a hundred years or something. A long like time. And all of a sudden, you know, you know, and I've been in radio for a long time. Mm-hmm. I came to the, here to the zoo to be in radio. And then all out of the blue, you tell me that, you know, you all of a sudden want to be on the radio. <laughs> and I'm thinking, and is that why how this whole relationship started is because the only reason she dated and married me is for a chance to be on the radio? Well, I've been waiting all this time. But not, now you can tell the people the truth, right? Biding my time mm-hmm. and every single day saying, well, this is one more day closer mm-hmm. to admitting the truth this oh so that's the truth the only reason we're together is because you wanted to be in radio <laughs> huh you thought that i had some pull <sighs> yeah but uh i should have learned from i love lucy that you don't you don't got no pull i i, I got no i got no uh, cachet i got nothing so and um and plus radio's changed a lot i mean when i started it was all live you know, now it's all pre-recorded, and like I'm on the radio right now. What time is it? What time is it? I don't know. Five thirty. You're looking at the clock. What time is it? Five thirty. Five twenty-five. Five twenty-five. I'm on Rock One One right now, and I'm sitting here in the in the kitchen or in the living room. I, if if this was when I first started, and if we tell the time, I mean, my gosh, now we're like faking it. Well, no, because it's a podcast. I mean, people know that a podcast is recorded. It's not a live thing. So, see, it's live us talking, and it's not like it's like there's not I, be a I lot think, of editing here. So. I think we're actually boring people right now. Well, there's nobody listening right now, so it's just you and I talking. So. I know, but if anybody listens, I'm saying they would be probably pretty bored by now. Well, I guess I wanted to under, people to understand why we're doing a podcast. So. Because you said that you wanted to be in radio, and there's really no opportunity to be on the radio. Well, actually, that's not quite true because you have a call in next week. Yeah, but I mean, what are you all of a sudden? You like you've never done radio, and you're going to do the <laughs> oldies ninety three morning show. Oh, it's a, it's a morning show. Yeah, you're going to do the morning show. Is that what oh, you're going to do? I thought I thought it was just like a recorded thing. No, it's the morning show. We all do morning shows. I could be witty. I feel witty, but you don't know how to do. Oh, you're so witty. But you don't know how to do it. You've never, I mean, you sure you talk on the radio and completely bore people to death. But, I mean, you don't know how the operation of how to run the stuff. No, you know? that's true. I don't have any clue how to do that. So you can't just all of a sudden go from no radio to doing the morning show on an oldie station. Or on any station for that matter. That's not how it works. Details, details. So anyway, so that's why we're doing the podcast, because this is the next best thing for Sharon to experience how exciting 
This is. Now, see, you say we don't have an audience. Well, that's up to you as the entertainer of the podcast. I already sang just now. To uh, to help grow the audience. You know, this is the pilot. So whoever's listening now is listening to the very first one. And a lot of times after a pilot, things get retooled, right? Yeah, this one, <laughs> definitely. Sure. But at least we got some cool, you know, bumper music, right? Mm-hmm. So we already played the funky one. And this is kind of cool. I bought this uh, this Zoom recorder to do this because we wanted to do it here at the house without a lot of equipment. So this is all like recording and mixing all at the same time. So I get the little funky one here. Funk me up some funky temp. I get a little jazzy horn here. That'd be like coming out of a commercial break, you know. Right. And we're back. And you know, you play this. And we're back here in the Mark and Sharon San Angelo podcast here. <laughs> see? We've already got that going on, see? Mm-hmm. This is going to be all right. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and it's got to be more than, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. If this is going to work, mm-hmm. it's got to be words. Listen, you know how to talk, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't go into radio to begin with. Well, actually... Um... I think I told you this story way back in my early 20s, Mm -hmm. maybe even not even 20 years old. But anyway, um, the guy from the college radio station asked me to be on the air. And I really wanted to, but I was like way too shy. Oh, he asked he asked you to be on the air, right? No, like air quotes. huh? No, he it wasn't. It wasn't like that at all. Come on. He was a radio guy. Of course it was like that. No, he was not like that. <laughs> okay, whatever. He, he tried to recruit me for the um, the actual air shift. Which... Any radio person that's listening knows that's completely a bunch of bullshit right now. When I so. said no, he had me doing polls around the campus. Polls? Polls. Polls. Oh. Yes. He wanted to see how well you did polls. That's what it was. The guy barely talked to me. Except for when I turned in my polls. Mm. I'm not even kidding. I, I, I believe, No, I believe you, but I don't believe the fact that the guy wasn't trying to get in your pants. I used to get hit on way back in the day. You and still get hit on. I do not. Do you do? Who hits on me? I don't know. Nobody. There's old guys that I'm sure that hit on you. You know, in the in at work sometimes, like if they're really old, they feel like they can like be all flirty. See? What's the difference? Hmm? I guess when you get past a certain age, you feel like, well, you know, I'm old. That part of your life is over? I'm old, so she won't notice and she'll think it's cute and funny. And do you think it's cute and funny when they do it? I don't know. Hmm. I I feel a little weirded out by it. Hmm. I usually just laugh a little (laughs) and then move it along. But, um, But yeah, no, this guy was not hitting on me. And I can usually tell. Okay. Well, that's that's good. Well, and he's probably not in radio anymore. But my, so. I don't know, probably not. But my whole point is that I should have done it. I just yeah. had no self-esteem, right, at all. Mm-hmm. But now you do, and you you feel that you're all right now, right? So yeah. But weirdly, I hate the way I sound. Well, see that, but you'll learn. And I've told you this plenty of times. I hate. Still, and how long have I been in radio? Since 1983. I still hate hearing my voice. I still can't stand it. Yeah, but your voice is, it's a good voice. Well, that's what people tell me. And it, and it's and it's paid the bills. It's, you know, it's helped put the roof over our head. You know, it's put the cars in the, you know. There was a nurse I used to work with, Shannon. Um, and when she first met me, she said, oh, you're the one. And I was like, oh, I'm the one what? And she said, you're the nurse. Every time I talk to you on the phone, you always sound like you're crying. And I was like, oh, that's nice. I don't think you sound like you're crying. No? No. But no, I, I mean, yeah, you're not going to like the sound of your voice. And that's that's very typical for people. I mean, I, I learned that, you know, when I went to school, is that you, you hear yourself internally you know, you don't hear how other people hear you, so because you hear yourself inside your body. So, 
Does that make sense? It's a nice soothing sound. You can't you can't smile. This is this is not a video podcast. You've got to you've got to say something. Okay. Look, I already know how radio works. Hmm. You think you just think you just kind of marry a guy in radio and it's up by osmosis. You're just going to know how everything works, right? Oh, yeah, get back to that point, mm. the original point that you had said. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just married me because I'm in radio, right? No, you no, 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 you married me because you thought that would be a, I would might be a stepping stone to getting you a radio gig. Right, but I mean, if that were the case, mm-hmm. think about it. Like, would I have married you or uh what's that one guy's name? Um, Kid Craddock. Well, you would have had to have been in Dallas to meet Kid Craddock. Well, you know that's my point. No, I, I guess the th- the point that I'm saying is that I'm the I'm the operations manager at the radio station. I'm in charge of hiring and firing, and in charge of the uh, the on air product. So, you thought maybe, oh, he's the guy in charge there. Maybe he can get me a radio job. Well, anyway. But it so, hasn't worked out for you. I'm so. just curious when, you know, when we're done recording this mm-hmm. to this evening. Yep. Um, and then. <laughs> Where am I going to be sleeping? Going <laughs> 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 to check out our new our new uh, love seat and see how comfy that is for the whole night there, Mark. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Well, no, that's that's not what I was going to. I was just wondering, like, if you listen to it, mm-hmm. like what you would say, like. Listen oh, to this. Yeah. Oh, you did great, honey. Or, hmm, yeah, uh, we're not going to ever have a spot for you. Oh, I'm married to you, so you know what I'm going to say. But listen. You did great, honey. Here's another thing. How how many people that work at your radio station Mm -hmm. actually went to college for being on the radio? It doesn't make any difference. College is, that that was, I'm glad that I have a degree. But that was the biggest waste. If if I had gone to Butler today for what our daughter's paying to go to that university for a broadcasting degree, I should have been taken out back and shot. Okay. Because Butler was very, Butler's, I've told you, I went to Butler University, and uh, and that's where our daughter goes. Now, she's going for pharmacy. She's going for a real job. Yeah. I went for radio. She's going to make the big bucks. But back then, it was a lot cheaper. It was way cheaper to go to Butler then than it is now, and it was a much different university than it is now. It's not, doesn't didn't have a big basketball, I mean, it had a basketball team, but they sucked. And <laughs> it's a big, rich kid school now. It, it was it was rich kids then, but not, it wasn't as, uh, it was passed over a lot by a lot of the rich, a lot of more, a lot of, most of the rich kids would have gone to Purdue or IU or something like that down there, and and Butler was, but it wasn't the elitist school I think that it's come to become now. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, but more people want to go to Butler now because it has more things on campus than it's it did a back in. Beautiful school. If if I had known about Butler, maybe I would have gone there. It's it's gorgeous. Sure. It's great. If you had gone there, maybe we would have met there. Maybe, but no. You could have done the right now. See now, if you had been there though, you could have come on. I had I used to have a show on. The radio. We had a big 50,000-watt FM radio station, WAJC. And that was, you know, that was a big FM 104.5. It was way up on what they call the commercial band, which is where all, you know, it wasn't like, you know, 88.1 or whatever, all the educational bands. So it was a big commercial band station. And we had people listen from, you know, all over Indianapolis, all over central Indiana. And I had a free form. Oh, look who's, we have a guest now. (laughs) Hazel's here. Um... And we had a free form overnight show called Night Music, you know. And you and we could have done whatever you could have been on with me then. How many people listened to that? Oh, a lot of people did. Serious, and I'm not. That's that's not bullshit either. Because um, after I graduated Butler and I got my first job at Q95 in Indianapolis, and I was working there, I would get people that would call me. And that was the big Bob and Tom station, you know. That's where Bob and Tom started at Q95. The number one station in Indianapolis, and people would call and say, "Hey, are you the Mark and Angelo from Night Music? I used to listen to you all the time, you know." And so I had a huge following back in the day. Back in the day, not so much anymore, you know. But I think we would have had fun if we would have met. Oh, back for sure! Then. Oh my God! It was you a- know, 
though we have trailed, I can't even re- remember. I never got my original point out. Oh, okay. We'll see. And <laughs> That's why this is the pilot. We have no script. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was, what it I was know, about. You were talking about the, this, this clown that you said. Oh, I remember. That, college. You, yeah. College. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my point was that you're the only one who went to college for radio. You hired, the radio station, right. You hire all these other people who came from nowhere. Like, where where, where did they come from? Uh, well, Scott Cook, Cook has worked in radio for over 30 years. He's worked, and where did he come from? Well, Sue High. Okay, but he started, so that's fine. But, I mean, the owner didn't everybody go to college. The had, fucking owner didn't go to college. Everybody had to start somewhere. The only two people that went to college for broadcasting in that building, me and Keith Neve. Well, you know, everyone had to start somewhere. I have absolutely no experience. Sure. So, but you're not. But that's it, my in. But, that's what I'm saying. But so, but so to get the experience, you first start out as a board op. You come in and you run Tiger baseball, you know, and then you do or you do. That's boring, though. Well, that's how you start. You get your foot in the door. Baseball. I'm saying that's how it works. That's how Bill Gleesh started. Look where that got him. So he he did baseball. He used to run Tiger baseball on WSOO back in the day. Mm-hmm. That was before you started. Oh yeah, that was like when he was in high school. Or but whatever. anyway, that's my point. I have no experience, so I'm styling. I'm in. Well, you're doing this now. I've you got, got your own podcast I've, now. Look at I've this. I've got my foot in the door. Well, honestly, like this. this I think this, this is, is pretty good. This um, is better. Because this why is this better? Nobody's going to listen to this. You wait. This is going to grow an audience. I really think this is going to make. I think. I think some people are. I think people think we're interesting. Okay. <laughs> you don't think so? Well, you know, maybe if I have a few uh, coffees with vodka, are you got to tell people what you're drinking there. Um, I'm not sure what it is. It you went to Meyer and found me these Keurig coffee things that got booze in them has vo- vodka like vodka right in the coffee and vodka it tastes and like peppermint or yeah it's got mint and it tastes like chocolate mm-hmm. it's good mm-hmm. and you've had a couple of those already right i have not <laughs> no i i saw them at, you get like i think there's five or six in there it was like it was they were like 12 bucks or whatever but i know you you told me they used to go to um when you lived in colorado mm-hmm. you would go to the uh the ski resorts. Oh yeah, and you you like to drink the the boozy drinks, the the hot boozy drinks there. So I thought I saw that. I'm like, oh, hot, hot boozy drink, hot chocolate with peppermint schnapps and and the uh, whipped cream on the top. But isn't that much easier? You just pop it in a Keurig and boom. oh, it's super easy and it's good, right? You like it's it? It's Delicious. Yeah. Is, is it is it is it is the alcohol content to your liking? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> you don't want some. No. It's flavored I, coffee. You don't well, flavored you know, coffee. it's too bad that this is radio because if I let you drink some of this, nobody would see the horrible face you make, which is really funny when you try something you don't like. Right. Yeah, I, I'm not a bit. I like. I don't mind cream in my coffee every once in a while or cream and sugar, but I don't like the flavored coffees, and I know you do. So I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. So I was a good husband, and I bought that for you. So mm-hmm. good. All right. So like. Obviously, we don't have a script on this, and we also don't have, like, a, a plan. plan. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> honestly, I wanted to do... Have you ever listened to podcasts before? Have you no, ever listened to other people's podcasts? Really. Well, see, if you listen to other people's podcasts, you would understand I that... I keep trying... Teresa Caputo has a podcast. Yeah, but that's... But she's got her own shtick. She's got... I mean, she's got a huge following. So right. She can, she can get on the microphone and talk about fucking my, making cookies, and nobody would give a shit. But my thing is... She'd get 10,000 people listening to it. I keep to trying to listen to it, and every time I click the button, um, it brings me to this like podcast thing, and it wants me to sign up, and I don't even know like how. I don't mm. understand it well enough. Well, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna try this. We're going we're gonna, to – I don't know how many uh, we're going to do. You know. Well, I've been wanting to do a podcast forever. Uh, I understand that. But I don't know what people talk about on podcasts. Talk about whatever. People have, they have podcasts about whatever. You could talk about 
your cats. You could have a Sometimes, podcast about plants. I mean, people talk about anything. There's a podcast for just about anything. On Sirius Radio, like I sometimes listen to Jenny McCarthy. Sure. And sometimes they have interesting topics and mm-hmm. sometimes I just... Well, that's the thing is I thought that maybe you and I could come up with a topic that we... Because you, I mean, the one thing, there's a lot of things I like about you. That's good. <laughs> I would but, have to but, say. But the one thing is, is that you're you're fairly well. You're a good conversationalist. You can you were. Oh, quick scratch! Oh my god, I <laughs> scratching. You got some cat scratch fever. Yeah. Don't sing too much of that. We get charged for that. If you, <laughs> Ted Nugent will come after us if you sing too much of that. So now we have we have three cats and um, mimosa. Hazel, Hazel and uh, Ralphie, Ralph. little Ralphie. So uh, Ralph was Sharon's mom's cat, and Sharon's mom passed away uh, earlier this year, a couple, couple months, months ago. ago. And um, so one of Twyla's last things is she didn't want Ralph to go to the uh, the shelter, the shelter, Ow. which is where he came from. Was that Mimosa? She, yeah, she just scratched me. Well, she just scratched me in the nuts. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> Ted's coming after us. <laughs> So anyway, um, one of the, your last, your mom's last thing was that she didn't want Ralph to go to the the pound, and so and I have always had what's what's my, been my rule? Two cats, otherwise divorce. Yep, and that's been fairly well known, right? That's been and it's I don't think that that's you know been asking too much, right? No, but that one time. So then all so we had two cats. We had a uh, mimosa and Lily. Right. And all of a sudden, this third cat showed up named Hazel. Yeah, you and can you can blame your friend Barb Hampton. I'm not blaming. I'm blaming you and Holly. So because uh, <laughs> because they came up with this cockamamie story. No, it's the truth that, that this sickly dying cat <laughs> showed up in our backyard. She really did, and she was like tiny like the size of my fist like she would look pathetic and she was just about ready to die she was gross she had goopy eyes she was like sneezing and coughing and she had like a barrel chest and no tummy mm-hmm. so so and all of a sudden that cat's living in our house well so she was dying and it was a sunday so yeah, so we got our friend Barb Hampton, who uh, is a realtor here in town, and but she... we didn't know her at the time. No, you went on. I on went on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. I, it was Sunday. I had no idea what the heck are we gonna do. Right. And Mary Jo sent me a message and said, "Hey, this lady Barb, here's her number. She can probably help you." So I called her, and she came right over. And the weird thing was. She just happened to be in our neighborhood. Mm. But then she came and she was like, well, I can help you. I don't know if the cat will survive, but. If it does, it's coming back to you. Yeah. She said she couldn't take it. So I. So looked, it survived. I looked at Holly and I was like, uh-oh, Mark's rule. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then all of a sudden, that's how the whole story came. That's that's they had plenty of time to come up with a story. So I come back and there's three cats. Well, what am I supposed to do? I'm going to be a dick. Yeah. So the three cats came and then all of a sudden one day Lily died. Unfortunately. You know, that was kind of a sad day. We it was a take... very sad day. Well, you know, we had to take her and we had to put her, have her put down because of whatever. It was like a clot or something like that. Yeah, she had a blood clot and it lodged up into her spine and she couldn't move her legs and... Her little toes turned cold and right. So, so then we were back to two cats, and Mark's happy again. <laughs> and then we got Mimosa and Hazel. Everything's going along fine. Then all of a sudden, Sharon's mom's dying, and she's like, "I don't want Ralph to go to the thing." Well, so I don't want to be the asshole who says, "Well, sorry, Twyla, you know, I I know that you're not going to be here long. But I don't want to be the, but I got a two cat rule. What am I supposed to do?" You're the one who volunteered it. Of course I did. What am I? You think she, I'm going to say no? She didn't ask. Well, of course she didn't ask. She didn't ask. And I didn't ask. 
And truthfully, I didn't really what want the we, cat. What were we going to do? We were going to piss off your mom and say, well, sorry, Twyla. No. Mark's got this two-cat rule thing, Mom. I can't bring him home. I didn't really want him. I never cared for this cat, and I'm a cat lover. I always thought he was such a sad sack. Just this little, ooh, I'm Ralph. Mm-hmm. I like to eat. I don't like you to brush me. Well, and we should say, I mean, your mom was getting up there and she was having a hard time taking care of the cat. So, so I'm like, well, Twyla, we'll bring, we'll take Ralph in. And she was ecstatic. And she was ecstatic. I didn't want her coming after me from the grave. All right. She would have been hot. She would have all of a sudden been floating over the bed. You should have taken Ralph. I think she really is happy. in heaven, I think she's happy because well, he's got a good life now. Well, and now the bot, now we should say though that now we've taken Ralph to the vet, and he had diabetes, and you got to give him a shot twice a day, and he's he's gotten a lot better now. He's got he's-, he's healthy, but he hates hates to be brushed. And when my mom had him, his fur was all matted down, and now I see why he will bite you mm-hmm. if you brush him, and he's strong now. So mm-hmm. his bites are like... It isn't any front claws. Oh, but he's got bites. Yeah. Anyway. So, so that's it. That's it for the cats there. So uh, so there's our cat story. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have three cats. Uh, and two of them are like enemies. Yeah, they'll get along. They're fine. They'll figure it out. So um so oh let's uh, let's uh, let's take a let's take a quick break here. What do you say we take a quick break? Do you have to pee? No. <laughs> no, I just want to play. I thought this would be a good point to play another little quick music bed, and then we'll come back with some more witty anecdotes. Are we supposed to play songs? Well, I think we. I, well, I'm not. A, I have to look into that. We. I mean, we could. Oh, right, because we could get in trouble. Well, it's not so much you get in trouble. We could play like karaoke versions. Right, or we could just play. I think you can play clips. I'm not sure. We'll have to figure that out. This is the pilot. All right, we're still learning. See, we're already at the uh, the twenty seven minute mark. Wow! See, you've already filled almost a half an hour. That was pretty easy, huh? I guess. So let's take a quick break. That was our quick break. We're back. <laughs> Are we back we're already? Back. We don't need sponsors. Come on. I didn't have the chance to pee. Did you want to pee? No, not really. You can go pee. We can no, just take the I... microphone with you. <laughs> no, literally, I do not have to pee. Oh, well, that's good. But I mean, I do not either. So. Brandon likes to, um, while we're FaceTiming, take us into the restroom with him. Well, and that's the other good thing about a podcast, um, because our house is a pigsty. It's kind of a mess. Yeah, it's a mess. We're uh, in the process of trying to uh, finish up the bathroom. Well, we got a lot of projects going on. We, I don't really, I wouldn't say a lot of projects. Well, we do, because you just finished the living room. Which... How does the living room look? It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's messy because every time we finish something, we just move crap into a different room. We have a very small house. Yeah. Very small. And like literally one day we'll get one of those uh, one of those garbage oh, the dumpster. dumpsters yeah. uh-huh. and put it in our driveway mm-hmm. and throw away. Like I am all for Getting rid of things and sending them to the Salvation Army or Goodwill, Goodwill mm-hmm. or whatever. It doesn't seem like we've taken so much to Goodwill. It doesn't seem like any that we've made any dents. No, because we've got so much that we filled. But here, see, we're sitting in our living room, and right to the to my to my left here is a a brand new toilet that's got to go into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Behind then, you, there's a new vanity that's got to go in the bathroom. Right, and behind you is is the sink. The well, the tap, the faucet, and yeah, then the, faucet. the backsplash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let me see. And then we've got the tile for the floor out in the hallway, you know. And I keep saying I want to work on that that this weekend. We bought the paint, right? I got the paint behind the toilet. Okay. I will keep wanting to do it, and everything shit keeps coming up. I don't think that we're really going to have much chance until after Christmas. Why? Because we have to keep getting things ready for Christmas. And and, and we can also say that 95% of the work is done by one person in the house, too, right? That's true. 
I am not going to deny that. Uh, and you're and you're and you're and you're pretty proud that you do all that work, right? I'm what? You're pretty proud that you do all that work, aren't you? Oh, be quiet. <laughs> you do most of the stuff around here. And I do. Yeah, most. So of the stuff he did here. all the painting in the living room. Mm-hmm. Um, he hung my new pretty lamp. Redid the floors. Well, redid the hardwood floors. Yeah, you mostly did. Who else did? Hmm? Who else helped with the floors? I mean, you said we, not you. Oh. Well, I meant we as a couple ha- did the floors. I did the work. We've redone the living room. I did the work. I understand that. Right. I helped with the table. The re- you, you, you helped. This was a good project. We have this, uh, the table that we're sitting at was a, a table that your mom had purchased at, what, Salvation Army or something like that for yeah. 50 bucks back in the day for you when you were a single mom and... We've had this table forever, and it was really starting to look like crap. It was in the kitchen, and it was all stained, and the kids had written all over it, and it was just looking pretty bad. And then we decided that instead of buying a new table, let's see if we could refinish this one. We... And honestly, I think that's honest. honestly what started this whole house thing. Yeah. We got a nice table. We had no place to put it, so let's... <laughs> And what we did huh. was, and so let's do the living room. But so and so and this and the house we bought this house back in two thousand seven, and we always I always envision we have a, the biggest room in the house is the living room besides the basement, and I always envision this being two rooms because we had to have a small kitchen. We don't really have an area in the kitchen to eat, you know, so we don't have really a dining area. So now we have a literally a dining area and a living room. And I think I mean once I mean it's, I know it's a mess now, but I mean once it's all done. It's going to look pretty cool in here, I think. It's beautiful. You know, so and we still got a ways to go, but Yeah, but even even though we're in a big mess, it doesn't matter. It's 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 beautiful. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. So uh so yeah, so that's that's what's been going on here. Uh that's this has been kind of like our a lot of people around the country have had a lot of stuff going on with this COVID thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of time on their hands. So a lot of people have done projects. We've seen some of our friends like how about the Dutchers? Oh, that kitchen that that, that Jim Dutcher did. I know they they really did a nice job. Nice job on it. So, but you said Jim did it. I don't know how much work Kim did. I don't know how much. No, no, no. I don't. I don't know how much work Kim did. But either. what I'm saying is, when you say things about how <laughs> you're the only one who does stuff, well, I mean, so honestly, on HGTV, there's a lot of women that do a lot of that stuff, mm-hmm. but. In my world, girls don't like to do that stuff. But I got so. But you enjoyed doing this table, right? Yeah, I did. I got you another project to do, right? I like to look at the um, colors and. Well, and you you pick, picked out all the paint. Pick colors. You picked the colors. You picked you picked the color for the living room. You picked the color for the bathroom, and the kitchen. What we're gonna do? So, so you you've done a good job. So I'm the designer. But I'm, even the designer gets their hands dirty. They don't just pick the colors and walk away and say, okay, do it. I'm the designer and you're the worker bee. Well, I, I understand that I'm the worker bee. But, um, yeah, so it's, it's uh, it's I enjoy doing them. I'm not complaining. I enjoy I enjoy doing it's the work. It's good that you enjoy it. Well, I mean, I grew up, my dad used to like doing it. My dad, I remember as a kid watching my dad, like, build my bed, my bedroom in the attic. He redid the attic and made a bedroom just for me. And he rewired the electrical. He did the plumbing, you know, redid the plumbing. He did it all himself. He didn't know what the hell he was doing, but he learned how to figure out how to do it. And he didn't have YouTube. Now, I, at least I got YouTube. I can look on YouTube and I wa- I'll watch videos for a couple of weeks and all of a sudden say, oh, that's how you do it, you know, mm-hmm. until I, I got enough confidence. Mm-hmm. Or you could do what I've always suggested. Hire, hire some- somebody. No, no. <laughs> I'm not going to hire anybody. So I always suggest, oh, let's hire someone to do this. Oh, I can do it myself. Okay, then. Then don't complain that you're doing it yourself. Well, you're supposed to help a little bit. But that's why I say you should hire somebody. But don't you get some satisfaction out of seeing the job getting helping and participating and doing you felt satisfaction in doing this table right yeah imagine I, I doing did, helping doing the kitchen when we get to the kitchen it's not my big dream 
you know, you helped today. We brought in, you bought a new vanity. Yes. And you helped, you know, yes. you got that all cleaned up and everything. You helped me get the mirror so we could hang it on the wall. Mm-hmm. Didn't you get some satisfaction out of that? Yeah, I did. And it's, it's beautiful. So, see, you gotta get, quit being afraid to get your hands dirty. I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty. I just don't like it. <laughs> Because you're too dainty. <laughs> I'm a delicate little flower. How much uh, time have we? Ooh, our, we're up to 35 minutes on the old uh, pilot of the podcast. You want to try right. to go to 60 minutes? or you want I don't to get to know. An hour? I mean, 60 minutes, isn't that like too much time? I don't know. Isn't 42 minutes what most TV shows well, do? They're 42 minutes, but that means they have 20 minutes of commercials. We don't have it 20 minutes of commercials, so. Let's so get some sponsors. Somebody if anybody would like to sponsor the the podcast here, sponsor uh, all of this. Yeah, you, know, you can uh, you can hit up uh, Sharon at lilybethb at charter dot net. Why did you say my email address? Well, because you I mean because if they want to buy advertising, that's money. So you like money, right? <laughs> I'm the behind the scenes guy. I'm going to edit it and put it together and get it all <clears> on. You know, you can do something here. You just got to talk. Yeah, I like it. I like talking. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to talk about? Well, let's see. I'm not sure. We already talked about redoing our house. Mm-hmm. We talked about the cats. Mm-hmm. What about uh, what's been the biggest um, for you this year? I mean, besides your mom passing away. I know that's been the, you know. But as far as things that um, might have happened in 2020, what's been the biggest bummer for you this year? You mean besides coronavirus? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, as a result of coronavirus, as a result of the pandemic, what's been uh, some of the disappointments that you've had this year as a result of coronavirus? Okay. Um, I think the biggest thing, because and honestly, I can't think of any other thing besides this answer. Okay. Which honestly means I'm doing good, right? If I can only think of one thing. Yeah. We'll see. Let's see what you're thinking. I enjoy going to see Holly in Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. And because of coronavirus, we can't really do that. Right. And I'm a little nervous about her coming here. Right. She uh, did not come home for Thanksgiving. Which I didn't want. I don't Um, think that they should. But she is going to come home for Christmas. But she's only going to come for a few days, right? Only a few days, but still... 15 minutes. You're only allowed to have less than 15 minutes to count as uh, exposure. So if she was sick or if one of us were sick. Well, that's true. I mean, I don't know what to do. I mean, I do know what to do. She wants to come anyway. So we're going to have her stay at my mother's house. Mm -hmm. And for the Christmas dinner. When we're together, we'll just wear masks. How are we going to eat with masks on? Well, she can sit at the other end of the table. Well, either that or we can just sit in different parts of the house. I mean, the house is pretty big. We can sit in different places and everything, so. Right. So, but I do enjoy going to visit Holly, and I like to see her little cat. She's been tested a couple times, hasn't she? I think so. But I think she has to be for school or something like that. For school, and I think her job too. Right. You have you been tested? I've never been tested. I haven't been tested either. So. But neither one of us are sick. No. But we're also both considered essential, Mm -hmm. so the rules are different. People don't understand why radio people are considered essential. I know, because all you do is spin the tunes. That's not all we do. But... Well, that's what people say. Yeah. But, I mean, we, we are, we're part of the media, and the media keeps you informed. So. Well, a lot of people say stuff about your interviews with the CEO of War Memorial Hospital, mm-hmm. David yeah. John. Sure. A lot of people enjoy them. Yep. And we'll actually be doing another one of those on Monday. Mm-hmm. Which, and... I don't know when people are going to hear this podcast. You know, but... Well, the, the cool thing. I'm doing thing... them weekly, so. The cool thing is the hospital is actually putting them on, on their page, mm-hmm. their Facebook page. Mm-hmm. See? And those are you know those are long interviews and everything, and people are finding See, we've got to be interesting. And you 
should mention me a lot. Like at I the beginnings. Mentioned... I know. Like you, you did. I heard you talk about me for a brief second, which, you know, I don't expect more than that. I'm just saying. You, well, should, like you do. You just, you're you, saying you want you me to talk more about you. Every time. Like, oh, hello, Mr. David John. My wife Sharon and I, blah, blah, blah. So you could get my name out there. Why? What is it? What is, what is, what's the, what's the, what's the, in, what's the up for that? Well, it's not that he's, like my boss it's more like a lot of people listen to your interviews with him so the public would hear about me and maybe they would want me to be on the radio (laughs) (laughs) why that's a stretch do you do you like where my brain takes things you think if I mentioned my cat a lot on the radio that they would want the cat on the radio? I am kidding, honestly. No. That's actually... But see, the thing is, I don't really know that you are. No, I am definitely kidding. I would honestly be a little bit embarrassed by that. So, okay, so you miss going to see Holly. I miss going to see Holly. What about you? You were supposed to go to a couple concerts this year. I miss concerts for sure, but um, not as much as I miss the trips down to Indianapolis to see her. and. Mm-hmm. It's not just Holly. I mean, I can see her on the FaceTime, mm-hmm. but it's everything about it. Well, we haven't. Well, like we haven't. We were invited for Thanksgiving to go down to Traverse City to uh, our friend Mickey and Bruce's house. They'll probably listen to this podcast, don't you think? Maybe they they might listen to the first few minutes and then go, "Oh gosh, this you know, is so boring." Well, we talked about you forty sec forty minutes in there, Mickey and Bruce. So you'll have to make sure you. Check and they'll it out. be like, "Oh yeah, we listened." Yeah, this was funny when you said blah, 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 and then click, they turn us off. Did you listen to the whole thing, Bruce? If you did, Bruce, then you know the magic word is whiteout. <laughs> see, we'll see if Bruce listens. Then he'll say, whiteout. See, then I'll know that he listened at least to the 40-minute point. So Yeah, he might be a little too busy yeah, to probably. have 40 minutes of. So, but anyway, um, we were going to go down. To, they were We were invited down to their house for uh, for Thanksgiving. But Bruce's elderly mom lives with them, and we decided that we probably shouldn't go down there. So, Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> this The whole COVID thing, it affects everybody. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to so many people. Well, that's part of your job, right? It's that's part of my job. Mm-hmm. I, I call people um, and, and let them know. They've, they've been COVID tested, and mm-hmm. I call them because we let them know, even if they're negative, and there's so many people that are getting tested, and usually I try to keep it really quick and brief. Mm-hmm. Um, but once in a while, someone will have a question, and oh, sorry, I'm boring. No, you. no, no, I'm sorry, I had a yawn. I'm sorry. <laughs> nothing to do with what you're saying. No, but if they have a question, you know, I I like to help them, and mm-hmm. and I'm getting pretty good at the CDC guidelines. Um, you're like you're like a little Anthony Fauci over there, huh? I know the CDC guidelines. I don't know what Anthony Fauci's guidelines are. Like, Isn't he the CDC guy? Is he? I don't I know. So. I just know he's on know. TV. Him and John LePook. Well, LePook's the is is the, like the news guy. I don't. He? I don't pay a close attention. I just know that. I'm looking. I'm looking it up. The now. doctors on TV. Doctor. But Amy. oh, there he is, right there. But. Oh no, he's the he has served as the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases since 1984. But my whole thing is, I'm getting so. good at the CDC guidelines and recommendations, and I like to help the people if they have questions. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest thing anybody can do is go on their website, the CDC website, cdc.gov, because you're just pulling out the cdc.gov right there. Well, that's, I'm impressed. It's easy. Well, I didn't know that. But it's it's such an easy website to follow. There's all these links, and, and it's all got these headers, like, and you just find what you're looking for and click on the right link, and it takes you exactly um, where you need to go. Hmm. Yep, and... One thing I just don't understand, though, I see on social media, 
people that who I consider like really, really smart people, people I've known for a long time. Um, I value their opinions and Mm -hmm. I, I respect a lot of things that I've heard come out of their mouths. But I don't understand when these same people say things like, um, I don't know, I can't even describe it. It's, it's like they're, they're saying that the coronavirus isn't, like, real. Oh, yeah. Like the conspiracy theorist people? And they talk to each other on the internet like, like they both know what's going on. Right. Well, I, I the one thing that is, is interesting is, first of all, social media is a bunch of crap anymore. I mean, it's just a cesspool. It's so unsocial. It's ridiculous. But, I mean, you get all these people. Now, okay, so all these people are home or have, have been home for a long time, not working. They're sitting there watching the news. They're getting all spun up, and they go on Facebook, you know, and all of a sudden everybody thinks they're an expert, you know. Because they went to some website or they went to this or they, you know, it's like, you know, and it's like, I remember, I remember, and this was months ago. It was kind of like when it all, you know, like masks were like, oh my gosh, you got to wear your mask. And this one guy at the grocery store said, oh, masks don't work. They make, they just make you sick. I'm like, oh, dude, I mean, why do why do surgeons wear a mask? Then when, I mean, they're preventing their germs from getting on you when they're doing surgery, right? Is that mm-hmm. why the surgeon wears a mask? Mm-hmm. So, exactly. You know, so just people people can be stupid. Yeah. And and I think the stupid has get, gotten amplified this year because, because of all this, because people are home, you know, got nothing better to do. They've run out of watching shit on Netflix. They, they've run through every program that they can watch, you know. And so all of a sudden, you know, they just they just get these uh, ideas in their head and everything. And they. Well, here's another reason they should go to the CDC website. Again, it's very easy to follow. It's easy to read. If I can tell you that because I'm the first person who has a hard time with news stories. Mm -hmm. I I might pay attention to a news story, but I'm never going to remember where it happened. Or who the people really were, Mm -hmm. but I could remember the story. Anyway, it's easy. And, like, it amazes me the way people think of this virus. Um, The first two days, you're the most infectious. And that's usually before you even know Mm -hmm. you're sick. Right. So you're really shedding that virus before you even have a clue. Once you start getting um, symptoms and you kind of think, uh-oh, what is this? I better go get checked. By that time, you know, you're still probably um, contagious, but you're a lot less contagious than you were. And every day following, you're less contagious. So basically, uh, the CDC recommends that a person who tests positive for coronavirus stay home for 10 days. And then... And why is it 10 days as opposed to 14 days? Well, 14 days is, is basically the, the number. Right. But again... They figure by the time you know it, it's already been four or five days. Exactly. You have no real clue at first. Mm-hmm. So you've already had those days. You just didn't know it. spread it around, right? Right. So by the time... Um, by the time the CDC says, okay, you're done, you can go back to work, they don't even uh, recommend that you get retested. Hmm. They say, no, you've, you've gone through your period, you're good to go. But a lot of people get retested because they don't believe it or, I don't know, um, their, their job makes them do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, and if if it's your job, okay, I totally get that. But the people that think, oh, my God, so-and-so has coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, and the person's already been, like, sick for their 10 days. And right. then they're like, oh, my God, I can't go near that person for, what, six months? I mean, that's my whole thing. 
Right. Once they've gone through their 10 days, chances are they're done shedding that virus. And when so, you say shedding, that means spreading be, it. Being contagious. Okay. So, Look yeah. A big degree of yours working over there. Look at that. Well, I learned a lot for sure, but um, the biggest takeaway is just go to the website, educate yourselves. So then you don't have to worry about what social media says, you know, what so-and-so says. And and just wear the stupid mask. I mean, wear your mask, wash your hands, use your hand sanitizer, stay six feet away from people. If you can't figure that out by now. If you have a thing against the mask... If you say, oh, I heard this one recently. Um, I can't remember the wordage. I medically cannot wear a mask. I've heard that, yeah. I don't know what that means, number one. Maybe they have asthma. I don't know. But if you medically cannot wear a mask, fine, don't wear a mask. But don't go into Meijer or Walmart. Right. Let somebody else go in for you. Well, and that's the thing. I I remember I've heard people say that too. You know, like, oh, I I can't do that. Well, then why? Then aren't they more susceptible to getting coronavirus than if they medically can't wear a mask? Right? Um. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, if you're going to go around people without a mask on, sure, it would seem to me that you would more easily, um, if somebody sneezed nearby, right? You know, it would just right into you, right. I don't know. I probably went on and on too much. No, that's okay. You you got us closer to our 60-minute goal here. So okay. we got nine minutes left. But I do apologize to anybody who like started to get drowsy when I was doing my little rant. Well, let's wake them up with a little bumper music, and we'll be right back. And we're back for our final segment here, the... Mark and Sharon San Angelo podcast. I don't know if that's names the name we're gonna stick it's, with. No, that's working title. Yeah, that's the that's, working title. That's what I said at the beginning because that's probably a Did you? Because it's been a long time since the beginning. I don't remember you saying that. I did. You'll you'll edit this oh. thing and you'll say I'm not oh, yeah. ed- this is it. This is it. I'm not You're editing not it. Editing? What am I gonna edit? I'm gonna st- this is it. This is You're not gonna cut off my boring stuff? No. That's part of the that's part of the charm, man. And then and then you're still gonna like admit that you're still married to me, like I didn't marry. Trust me, I didn't marry you for your your oratory skills. So and you obviously didn't marry me because I can paint a room or mm-hmm. put a toilet in. Mm-hmm. What was what was the one you said recently? I can't remember what it was. Um, something. Oh, it was. Oh, you were asking. About, you asked me about um. Um, about doing something in the uh, delicate cycle. <laughs> you, you, said, you, you said you said uh, does does our um you wanted to run something in in the uh, delicate cycle? I said, I said, well, does our uh, uh, washing machine have a delicate cycle? And you looked at me like, I don't know. <laughs> don't all washing machines have a delicate cycle? I guess the point I was making was, when was the last time you did laundry? Oh, I don't like our basement. It's really gross. Not really the point that I was making, though. <laughs> I mean, the point that I was making was is that for as long as I'd known you... You know what? You have been adverse to doing laundry. I would certainly help more often when we get our basement dry. And if anybody can give us a good quote... um. Because we really need a dry basement. We could we could maybe do a little trade. You could do, be a sponsor of the thing, and you get a little <laughs> advertising here, and you know get some free advertising here. Give us a deal on the basement. There you go. You do that deal, huh? There you go. No, I mean, but really, go back to what I said. When was the last time you did a load of laundry? It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. How long have you and I been together? I don't remember the last time I went in the basement. No, I don't even before the basement. Not even before the basement. <laughs> when was the last time you did laundry at Bridge Village? Uh, when was the last time you did laundry in that trailer that you lived in? Uh, <laughs> I probably did laundry then. You think so? Probably. Mm, maybe. <laughs> are, we at a, are we at an hour yet? 
No, we got six, uh, five and a half minutes left. I don't think I really like you talking about me not enjoying laundry. But I would. I am saying this to anyone who might be out there listening. I just want, this is on record now. If I had a dry basement, Mm -hmm. I would be more apt. (laughs) I can wash clothes. I can bring them upstairs. I can dry them. Um, I can fold them and put them away. Now, do I enjoy any of that stuff? No. Okay. I would rather clean a toilet. Well, there's one in the other room. It doesn't bother me. I clean the toilet at work. Unfortunately... Our hospital's a little short-staffed. Right. Oh. But they appreciate it. But you don't ever let anybody coming in. It's just the, the Well, right, right now. now it's closed, but <clears throat> but uh, we're hoping to reopen. But I do know they appreciate anybody who's willing to jump in and scrub something. So so in the, in our final couple minutes here. What would you like to see this podcast become? Give some people some te- the people some teasers for what to come in following uh, episodes. Hmm. Hmm. I like to talk about music sometimes. So, so maybe our next one will 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 have some topics. So maybe we could talk about music next time. Hmm. Um. That see, we talked about this a little bit a little while ago um i've never i've wanted to do a podcast for a long time but i've never really imagined what we would do mm-hmm. except for this well it's going to be this but i think we should have a topic to talk about well exactly and so so do you want to do you want to talk uh, next time what do you want to talk about so give somebody so so people say oh that sounds like it'd be interesting i want to tune in and listen to that i think that mark and sharon probably some interesting uh, things to say about that topic. Well, I or like, I'm going to find something better to do with my life, or I, I'm going to stick an ice pick in my ear. I don't know. One I of those things. Want to talk about like what brought us both um, to our current um, musical tastes? Oh, okay. So, so um, talk about like the music that we listened to growing up. Uh huh. And how. Because I don't know what you listened to growing up. I know what I listened to growing up. Mm-hmm. What my parents, what was over my dad wanted to listen to. Right. You know, and I remember. Like, my parents always had the Lawrence Welk show on well, we when always, I was a we kid. Always, we always watched Lawrence Welk, too. Um, but, so that, so we could, so we could talk about our, our musical um, journey. Yeah. Okay. Does that sound like something that people want to hear? They might not care, but they might. They might say, oh, oh yeah, I'm... I was just like that. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, yeah, I, I didn't can care. Relate to that. I didn't care for that when I was a kid. Right. You know, that okay. kind of thing. All right. That sounds like it'd be a good topic. We're at um, 58 minutes right now. You imagine that? We sat here and talked for 58 minutes. Yeah. Usually you and I just sit here and watch TV all night. <laughs> well, we'll do that later. We still have to eat dinner. We yeah. haven't had dinner yet. Neither of our cats. Yeah, the cats, we have to feed them first. We'll probably listen. We call it cat dinner. Cat dinner time. And hi, you, Mimosa. Do you want to all... say hi? Mimosa, do you want to say hi? Here, say hi. Say hi. She's just rubbing up on the microphone. She could care less. Mimosa, say something. No. Nope. Guess not. All right. You missed your chance there, pal. Um. Yeah, so... Uh, Oh, she's scratching Lord, him. Say something. She's scratching him now. She wants attention. Jeez, <laughs> this cat's got the sharpest claws in the world. I know. We need to get them trimmed. All right, uh, we're at uh, fifty-nine now, so I say that's probably a good time to stop. So, all right. Well, if you listen, if people have made it to this point, they probably really like us. Let's <laughs> let's say let's say the word that you have to say right now, if you made it to the end. Is hippopotamus Santa hippopotamus Hipp- Santa hippopotamus Santa? <laughs> if somebody says that to us, you'll win a prize. I don't know what the heck it's going to be. It might be a cat, <laughs> but uh, you'll win a. Which prize. one do you want? <laughs> yeah, you can take any of them. So. Uh, so yeah, so hippopotamus Santa is the is the secret word of the day. Ding ding ding! All right, so uh, this has been the uh, whatever we're going to call this podcast. And thanks for listening, if you did. 
If, if you, you didn't, and if then... you made it to this point, you really do need to get a life. Uh, <laughs> um, but hopefully, we'll uh, we'll tighten this up and we'll make it a little more fun the next. We time. will. We'll make it better next time. This was just off the cuff. Yep, just testing out the new equipment. So let's uh, let's play our extra music here. All right, here we go. Gonna Woo! get funky and get on out of here. Okay. 